0: What's in the box? Presented by Sure, it'll be grand. Welcome back, everybody. To sure, it'll be grand. Or more precisely, what's in the box? And welcome back with David and myself as we review episode ten of Andor. And goddamn, what an episode this was!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have said
0: it better myself.
1: This episode blew me away. This episode is definitely my favorite. It's gotten everything's
0: getting better and better and better.
1: This episode just... Performances by everybody
0: was it, phenomenal. It, yeah, and it kind of stuck with the rhythm of it where it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have like three, roughly three episodes of build-up and then something big happens. Yes. You know, and it's kind of what happened here as well. Um, but let's get into it because... So at the end of the last episode, I was very much saying, okay, Andy Circus's character, he's there, he's ready, Kino is ready to go now, he is part of the prison break... But I don't... I think this episode was smart in that, yes, Hino is seeing things as they are, but he's still in his comfort zone, I guess. Like, he knows this is wrong. This is bad. This is horrible. Like, they literally th- just threw the guy into the bag. And, uh, literally, the poor old Sod working them for most... It could have been his entire life. And now he's, like, being still brought to the factory floor. All the same, like and Andy Circus keynote is is slowly, I think, disillusioned now it's starting to like seep in.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think what what was good about this, I like that while he's it's switched for him, right, where he is like he saw. Yeah, we've got to get out, but he still has uh, his fear right of of the power of you, you watch hell you know we've seen people get zapped people die yeah. right so there is still that fear he doesn't want to I, I think he still is showing that bit of i'm not sure i want to die you know i don't know if i can do this this it's is not scary. True. yeah it's right? comfortable yeah, like. it's, it's, it's completely human yeah. so i love i love that fact of but he was still this was pushing him further and further and we saw you know as, as they're walking back to the prison cells and everybody's wondering well, what, you know, what happened, what happened? And, you know, they have, they're muttering and realizing, you know, the old man just died. What happened? And what's going on? You two are acting something, something's up. And Andor trying to push him along of like, tell these men, tell them what we heard, yeah. which was about that. Nobody gets out of here. Right. That there was that, the, you know, how the one person showed up from one floor to the other thought they were released. They weren't. And you got to tell them, because you're the leader. You yeah. are seen as the leader in this. So it has come for you, and you know that little push. And he at first isn't doing it. You know he, he's still like it's like he's. I, I like the fact of it's not like it, it, he automatically just oh boom all right here we go we're yeah, gonna yeah. take it on. He had to process it, and you and we show him he his his. It, I love that he you know, when he steps into his cell and he's, they show the look on so his face like he's processing it. He is yeah. trying to process. It. He's trying to build his courage, and. Uh, just yeah, you know, I'm a huge fan of Andy Serkis, and already just seeing that was beautiful. And that we see then, you know that that Andor has to be like he's starting to tell people what's going on, and they're like, you know, wait, what? Nobody gets out of here. Well, we oh should say God. though, like
0: Kino, Andy Serkis character, kind of like hands it over to Andor as well. It's it's a matter mm-hmm. of like, hey, this is what's happening, but you know, he doesn't say he knows more, but he kind of brings Andor into it, and then right. Andor it again, I like. You know, I'm just kind of thinking, you know, when the, um, you know, when the rebels are like looking for people to work underneath them, big things like being on the run from the Empire, prison breaks. No wonder they hired Andor. Like he is exactly yeah. who they want. Like these are big plans and he can like everything in this so far has been starting off with nothing To Mm -hmm. get the even like you know the when he joined um the gang for the heist like Mm -hmm. they were working bare sticks there was nothing in their favor of that except that they except the fact that no one would ever do it with that small amount of you know nobody would stupid enough
1: to do this we are (laughs) stupid enough to do
0: yeah exactly (laughs) um and you know we have this kind of talk as well about the only thing that's keeping um kino where he is is it's the fear and he he respects fear he sees fear as power and it's something he has played in the prison you know mm-hmm. it's it's the thing that he shouts at new prisoners we hear it throughout this um the last three episodes in the prison that when someone new comes in he gives the same spiel he gives every single one who comes mm-hmm. in there it's it's a well rehearsed like frightful you know, hard message he gives every single prisoner coming in there Say you work underneath me, you die if you don't, just right. do your job, you know? So, yeah. Exactly.
1: It, yeah, I think so. It's a very well established. And, and yeah, he's comfortable in that. He knows, he know this is how it works. Yeah. And it's, I think it, it, it just, you know, a good example, you know, it's that fear of the unknown, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was the I love that finally, you know, as as Andor is telling the other other uh, prisoners about what they heard. And then you know, you're starting to hear whispers like, well, maybe you will wait, huh? And finally, you know, his, his, the, the, it's like, it finally sinks in. Kino just screams like, no one's getting out. Yeah. And just tells him, like, you don't know no, that what, what he just told you, what Andrew said, yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. And we all got to figure this out now. We're in this and we got to get the hell out.
0: And the thing is about Kino, you know, so there's two wars at him up to this point. It's the one about, I'm going to keep my head down. I'm going to do my job as best I can and I'm going to leave here. And the mm-hmm. other one is like, I'm going to keep my head down, not get into any trouble and I'll live. And suddenly mm-hmm. he's realized Neither. is the second price worth, like the the first one's not going to happen now. You know this. Yes. Is the second one still worth it? And he has to process it. He does. Yeah. He's he's, I mean, he's programmed himself, but at the same time, it's also the Empire who rules these prisons that have, programmed the prisoners so he has to kind of work through it himself like you said
1: yeah exactly exactly right and that that's a that was that's a great point right because he's um yeah they, they programmed him for this and yeah because he at least before could entertain the fantasy right if you will it's it where the fantasy about yeah. you can get out if you just do this but now with what they had happen where they zapped an entire floor they just kill everybody and it's because they all because they knew is that he's See, he's, you know, like, oh, shit, there, e- even if he were to try to follow all the, these rules and whatnot, etc., there is no guarantee even in that regard. You know, if, even if you could even try to do the fantasy of, oh, maybe if I get it, I can get out. Nah, you, yeah. you're 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 screwed.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you it's either are going to die trying to break out now or you might have the chance of living. But if you stay here, you will die here. That's it. There's, yeah. there's no two ways around it. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And okay, so obviously they're waiting for a new prisoner to be brought in and all that kind of stuff. And we know that's going to be a new prisoner because an old prisoner has died. There's space now for someone to come in. And I want to know that guy's story because uh, <laughs> yeah. he was ready to like rumble very quickly. So we'll, we'll get to it. It turns out Andor has been going to the bathroom to break a water pipe um, <laughs> to make the floor short circuit. That's the idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, that
1: was, that was what I was trying to I was like, why are you, I thought the water, the water was an interesting thing at first. Just trying to sort that out. It took me a second to realize, oh, you're trying to sort out, sh- make it that the floor will short out.
0: Yeah. Um. So Andrew was hiding in there and, you know, he, you know, he, he probably should have made more of a impact on that pipe beforehand. Like he's really leaving yeah. it to the last minute, isn't he? He um, really did. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, everyone's in on it now as well um yep. every all the prisoners are they they would not telling night shift because it's interesting that they have a concept of night shift because there's no windows mm-hmm. but
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i guess you know I, I will say that was something that was kind of surprising me because yeah there's no windows there's no other way of determining but i guess you know they they need to differentiate and what's what's a what's something that prisoners can kind of get used to yeah instead of your shift one shift two it's oh, your day shift your night shift it's yeah. a concept and it's all purely just mental right yeah but uh yeah i thought that was pretty funny he's, but he's like yeah uh no don't need to war in the night shift we just need to get the hell out we gotta yeah. make this look good
0: plus if they told the night shift um they wouldn't have had to things as well planned out as a day shift and they yeah. might try to do a rebellion and then the whole thing falls apart everyone's hypersensitive well, it wouldn't yeah, be smart
1: it's either it's either way right because obviously they couldn't warrant well, at that point this is the following day where they have to escape this is their, yeah. their last chance. their only chance rather um, but like, you know, there is no point in warning, uh, night shift because That'd be they're away, find yeah. Out, like, yeah, if this, <laughs> it's going to be, if this works, this works, Yeah, you know, and they're going to know if this doesn't work, this is going to make enough of a ruckus that they're going to find it. Like either way, I think they're finding out something right. That yeah. This is going on. This is going to push them. So in that was a, you know, that made sense. Yeah. Uh, so, you, know, you, you notice you can hear at the start as they're being, you know they let other cells get back to the main room or to the to the factory floor you're hearing about that you know all on program over oh, the loudspeaker right but be on program be silent you know they don't want anybody talking because they know that everybody knows and they go you know all will be punished
0: collectively yeah we like,
1: have that whole thing uh and so really trying to add that fear and again I, which i think you know it, it's
0: really used to do school, and- in school there was one little shit in your class that did something and then says, well, until someone says who did it, we'll all wait here. And you're just like... "Everybody!" Yep. It's such a, a good way to do it, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so a big thing for them then is everything has to be timed. They have one guy who is apparently very good at climbing, I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, and also brave, I guess. Um, so, like, yeah, as as the new prison is being brought in and you know he's been kind of grinded through the prison officers again you know I'm going to hit you with this bolt and all this kind of stuff and he's okay yep. fair enough um, but as it's getting lowered Andor has the tool pipe whatever thing he has and he jams it on the left hand side of thing elevator. that makes elevator go down Uh um, <laughs> <laughs> like, Yes. The rails of the elevator. Yeah, yeah, that's it. The rails. Uh, and. Then the other guy immediately jumps on the other side and it breaks like it, it, it goes on a tilt because of his weight, yep. I think. Um, well,
1: I, think it's, I guess I guess what kind of what I was kind of getting the impression like it was like it's still trying to go down. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's grinding. It's caught. you know, you got a stuck thing here. And now you got extra weight and somebody kind of yanking and doing stuff. It's just starting to it, it's getting more so that's caught on this one side. And I think it's more of that side is just getting wonky while the other one is free to go so it's trying to yeah not so much weight. that's certainly
0: what i thought but yeah but it just kind of goes back to the empire um like hiring the lowest of the low for like because if you made one of those elevators you'd have some safety protocols in there that oh this is not moving let's stop moving the other side in case the weight counterbalances
1: hold on wait a minute this is the same empire that does not follow any kind of stance can say look can we can we for example death star come on no the giant railings beam goes yeah. by with the two guys standing right there yeah it's a, this
0: doesn't give <laughs> cancer does it nah
1: <laughs> so i don't think the empire really cares about safety standards here Yeah, you know? but,
0: like, they it, follow it. It. but this is like proof that maybe they should <laughs> because, you know um but yeah uh so it goes on its tilt um climber do get shot but then everyone else starts attacking the water is coming out from the bathroom and they're going to shock the floor most people get on the table in time um, with um, Kino shouting at him to do it but some interesting characters well character I would say the ginger haired guy that we kind of you know we've met him on and off now for the last few episodes um, he gets killed and then they all just because the floor is short circuited they can make a dash for it. And it's yep. it's it's a really good sort of King of the Hill battle with the two mm-hmm. security at the top. And, you know, clearly they're being distracted while Andor's climbing underneath the grating and gets them and you basically shoot them down. And, and this is the thing, I think now Andor's at the point, like, no, if someone needs killing, I'll kill him. No second questions. It kind of reminds me of the. Have you ever watched BBC Sherlock Holmes? So, yeah, some, yeah, some yeah. Of it. The first episode, you know, says like you should hope that a bad man tries to kill you, not a good man, because yeah. a bad man will go for all the spiel and he will enjoy and savor the moment. A good man will just shoot you dead, and that's what Andor does. He doesn't wait. He shoots them down. Mm-hmm. He moves on, uh, and we know he's not bloodthirsty but- because later on he has the opportunity to this some you know office workers that he could very well shoot who might try to fuck him over later on but he doesn't yeah
1: you know yeah yeah i liked uh a lot of that where you know yeah Andor is just taking you know taking the lead on this and like you said yeah he's sh- shooting where necessary right I think, although with the one at the one point when they are waiting and he just looks over to the one guard who is he's pretty well down but he goes ahead and just finishes up. yeah i don't know if that's more of not letting him suffer or just going. Uh, that's one less but that was a bit it, it borders he has those moments if he gets a little cold-blooded but it, it's you know i mean with with considering who he's dealing with yeah i'm i'm good with it yeah but that whole the whole breakout is is phenomenal because uh, especially i had my, my definitely had that moment of like oh shit with with uh with Kino because you know he's shot for everybody got off the floor they they throw the spark and I'm like oh no, shit is this how we're going to see him get you know get killed like will it be that he gets zapped and then it, it you know goes out but uh, you know it, it being that he just makes it that the fact of that it fries before it can get him because he, he thought it, I thought that was a good touch of he was telling everybody else to get off the floor yeah like he himself was not he was more concerned about getting everybody else yeah uh, it just add, it added to that character of he was concerned with them, not himself. I, I, yeah, I get. I, I keep going. I just loved his character. I think.
0: Yeah, he... <laughs> I, I really do. So well. I, I still don't think he's the squeaky clean, good boy hero okay. character. There, he certainly has <gasps> some. Look, I'm looking out for myself, but he understands he needs everyone as well to fight alongside mm-hmm. now. And you yeah. probably now I, there probably is a spark of guilt in there as well. We haven't really talked about that. About that he forced everyone to do these things, uh-huh. and now yeah. he realizes. Yeah, I mean, you were doing it for nothing. It's not going to look well on your, you know, cards. This is, they were mm-hmm. always going to stay here forever. And he was part of that. Um, But yeah, they get out and they get up to the main hub, I guess. Meanwhile, there's yes. like, um security and other people hiding inside rooms yeah. underneath the doors with like spanners and whatever, with sp- Space spanners, uh, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> <Banners>. <laughs> yeah, and you know they're just like hiding away there. But eventually they get to room and just want to look at the um, three people who are in that. I guess the central hub. They're not mm-hmm. like the other prison guards. They're quite nerdy, not yeah. strong, um, shaky in voice. These. <sighs> I hate to say it, that they seem to be more like the IT crowd of this prison, um, you no, know.
1: Well, I mean, I think we kind of see they're. It looks like this is the functional place, right? So yeah. they are trying kind to of, where where we find they're controlling where the power is and where yeah. else. And so it makes it
0: does make sense. These are going to be the yeah yeah yeah. The, well, I, I thought it was interesting because he also goes like, "You're not supposed to be here." Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> <We don't, laughs> you're, not, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah,
0: but, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I just. Appreciate that character change. They could have just slapped on some gruff Imperials there as well, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. And fair play to them. Interesting thing. I'm not sure this is the first time, but hydroelectricity is a thing in the Star Wars universe here.
1: Yeah, that was interesting when they say you know, the hydro generator, and I'm like, are they really saying? And sure enough, when when he when he's telling me, you know, hey, shut off the power, uh, he goes, well, you know, it'll take forever for the Four hydro kick back on. Yeah. yeah, i was like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, are you talking like? really actual and sure enough he shows he said y'all you know, shuts it down and yeah we see the the gates close off and like yeah. oh damn this is hydro yeah really it really is that was a uh, interesting you know yeah it should show uh, that kind of you know power generation i guess makes sense wherever they are you know yeah you're using your 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 water uh using the water like that but uh yeah I, i've it, not i'm sure there is there probably is some kind of there's probably an episode of something that has shown has actually shown it but uh yeah that was an interesting touch yeah. there about using, using that technology nothing like yeah no real other space technology thing of power generation it was now nah, we're just using hydro which yeah. i guess makes does make it, it seems like that would be it's especially with where they are they're in the middle of the water you know it, is that this is a good way to just keep things going continuously it makes power. sense i you mean because you, you hydro- need to draw a lot of power yeah. and you don't need something that could blow out be blown up easily and yeah because as i say yeah it takes it's hard you have to press the button you have to have everything shut down but it does give that that okay this would be tough yeah. to bring down
0: though i would ask how do they get the water up to go down pumped, yeah, so it has yeah. To pump
1: some uh, yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah i i don't know that there's a few things there like okay just go to the weird sciencey place You could technically have something that comes along that has a battery that then uses pumps to put water up and basically create Mm -hmm. a hydro battery, which is you know a a battery ready to release. But look, it has a warp engine in there somewhere. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, but with all this, yeah, we know something. But it was cool. It was interesting touch
0: about yeah, yeah. um, yeah,
1: using that technology in there. Uh, I think I've I've liked. We've got these interesting touches here and there of like. I, th- I guess grounded if you will "quote unquote, grounded technology as well yeah, as yeah. space technology interesting you know how things are you know, which is kind of real I guess you know yeah. it really is you would see see that kind of happen
0: yeah um, so interestingly, we don't see Andor taking over the comms so like we get some recool scenes mm-hmm. where we see water dripping down from one floor to the other down into other rooms and I, I was yep. trying to come up with a cool funny pun, not coup, never cool, uh, <laughs> but like a funny pun on like trickle down prison economics.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> trickle,
1: trickle down prison, prison rebellion. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Which I want to say, you're right there. It is. This is a prison rebellion. It is uh-huh. not a breakout. This doesn't feel like a bunch of criminals trying to break out prison. God. It's not. This is a rebellion. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, right. the interesting thing I want to say is like Andor doesn't go to the mic and talk to the prison and say, fight, rebel, go. Mm-hmm. It's Andy Sirks, his character. It's mm-hmm. Kino. Kino lifts up and he tells him, Look, I've worked for this prison. I know I'm a supervisor. Mm-hmm. Trust me, if anyone is going to tell you the truth now, it, it's me. You know, they take an advantage, of it. there's only one way out. We could, you know, once any information, like any messages, go out there, they'll stop us. So we we can't just like he explains how you know people have been moved from prison to other prisons and all this kind of stuff. The only way out, there's only one way out, and mm-hmm. they all apparently I don't know are like salmon, and understand that it's the sea. Woo! Um, but yeah they they all like uh run out to the edge of the prison and you know we see the scene from the beginning of the prison um, episodes where we enter from here and now they exit keynote like everyone's just jumping because they think there's only one way out they're jumping into the sea uh some really nice image is of I guess the best way to look at it is we see the prison from above and we see all the Mm -hmm. white dots coming out from the white prison. And it's even the prison is kind of similar to the shape of the empire symbol in a way. There's a little bit of a thing going on there. And it's like, it's disintegrating. It's starting to break Mm -hmm. apart. Kino says something really interesting saying that he can't swim. And to me, that kind of smells off the whole, like, I've been here so long. Yeah. I don't know what it's like to be out there. Like, to be honest, I was just expecting, you know, they have a quick scene where Andrew's like, I'll help you. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just doggy yeah, paddle. It's... it's not that difficult. Uh, <laughs> you know? He, said he gets, he gets pushed slash yanked off, so he yeah. can't even do anything further. Yeah, so the question is, do you think Kino stayed?
1: That's a good question. I mean, he see, all you know, he. I think we see a lot of where he had that through Throughout this entire break, even even when he has to do the speech, right, he pauses. He he takes a moment. He has to build himself up. He has to hear and 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 you know get himself ready. You know, here I think it feels like it's one more time, and it's fully within him. I think fully within him that he could break that shackle that you know and be like, I can I can do it. Or that with all the other prisoners, because even in his speech, right, he said he made a comment. And I was, this is was where I thought they were about to do. And maybe they would, but they didn't. But he made a comment. He said, if you see somebody fall down or you know, whatever, but he made the comment, help each other. Yeah. He's telling them, you need to get out, help each other. And I think that, you know, in my mind, I go, so if, you got always, if, if they really have been listening, were listening to him, hearing him, and if they were just, you know, look and notice, because he's very obviously standing there. He's standing back. He's afraid yeah. that they would, would somebody maybe did it, would it spark that? Would it spark a bit of the help each other get out, and that the others would hold? You know, you grab me, I'm yeah, yeah. one arm. Let's go where we're going for it. I would have liked to have kind of seen that because that would have, you know, I think it, it would tied it how much, nicely,
0: yeah. yeah, it
1: would have shown about the words, right? How much, how much power this a rebellion
0: is is doing. But then again, but instead we're left. Okay, but then again, there is something more to this as well. He has been a supervisor. He has been there to make Mm -hmm. sure that everyone stays in the prison. Not, I don't mean literally, but stays in the perimeters of the prison and works within the prison so that he eventually gets enough points to leave. Now, he has reversed it. He's Mm -hmm. able to get everyone out bar himself. So there's that sort of Uh, relationship there, too.
1: yeah, that's a good point, right? Because much like what I pointed out earlier, where it was like, yeah, he's telling everybody to get off the floor, but he doesn't say himself. He's yeah. trying to. He's. if like he's reversing
0: what happened? Yeah, yeah. So,
1: I hope. I would. I hope he made it. You know, because I like his character. Think so.
0: I don't. I think he's probably going to be I, left probably,
1: there. This is probably the last we've seen, and then that's it. But there is that. You know, the in in my head canon, he. You know, he made it. We can. Yeah. He, he went off to the puppy farm. Yeah, the Wookie <laughs> Farm.
0: Um but yeah. But that's the prison break. Or mm-hmm. the prison revolution, we should say. Uh, mm-hmm. let's go to Mon. Um because yes. she is has a visitor from someone who's able to liquidate her money a bit easier. He's from the old home. Um mm-hmm. He, he, they have an interesting conversation. They definitely are kind of playing uh, blindfolded ping pong, I would say. Uh, in that, <laughs> like, they are trying to feel each other out like, what is the other one up to? What do they want? What can I want? And yeah, so mm-hmm. she makes it clear, like, first of all, he he finds out, okay, you don't want your husband to know anything about, about this, you know, because right. we, we won't take that turn, he says. Mm-hmm. and then she says, yeah you're correct and he says oh yeah it's you know very traditional to have very separate lives from our people like if you're a husband and wife and all that Um, but then it comes to the matter of yes I can sort money out for you but I want a favour and she's like I don't want to give you any favours <laughs> I, I mm-hmm. want to have nothing to do with you I want to just give you money and you go on your way but then he goes into another part of that tradition which is um, is it organized weddings what's the term again? Arranged marriage. Is it arranged marriage if it's so soon or maybe they have a different system where like literally as they come of age because to me arranged marriage maybe I'm looking traditionally the modern version I was mostly like in in India and they usually have these marriages set up like a very young age, just like two or three, and th- they'll get there eventually, you know.
1: Right, but in this case here, I think we're seeing it more like you know again because they're kind of they kind of are mm, not quite royalty, but they are of a certain status, yeah. And yeah. that kind of goes back to where the arranged marriages of like to keep the peace, right, or to you know for for that purpose. Or it was in, it was arranged marriage; it was kind of instant, right? Yeah, it was that kind of purpose. So we're seeing it more in that regard of the as a favor. Versus as the, uh, you know, yeah, from from birth practically, it's like, we know you're, yeah. you know, our kids are going to get married for, for that purpose. Yeah.
0: And to be fair, like arranged marriages, not to say all arranged marriages, but uh, one of the goals of arranged marriages is for better family ties to be made and have further, exactly. better, f- you know, family quality of life. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not going to talk about how if it's good or bad. Look, different cultures, different strokes. That's the kind of deal. But, um, but in this one, it definitely seems more of an instant, sudden sort of business transaction. Oh, sort of it's, thing. It's, like,
1: it's purely as business, right? He's yeah, saying yeah. it. as, and He's he's saying, oh, I have a son. And, you know, you know, just saying you could introduce your daughter to her. yeah, the old way. And, yeah, yeah and she instantly shuts that down, right? She, she, oh, well, she, she shuts oh, it down. She, she thinks she shuts it down. But, but then his, <laughs> man, his comeback... You know, uh, she's like, you know, uh, how did she wear, like that? No, but weird...
0: he says it's like, um, you know, you'll think about it. And she says, no, oh, I won't. Oh, wait. That's the first time you fly today. And you yeah. can see, like, her, like, holding, like, she's, you know, a very regal self, holding herself mm-hmm. up. But her face is just, like, doing somersaults behind the scenes. Like, she's like, oh, yep. crap, he's right. <laughs> you know? Uh, it was... Yep. This, I like this is
1: adding especially th- this tip of, you know with with that it's going so uh I, I think one of the points in as we'll get to in our next section is the moral ambiguity Yes. Right. Of these characters, right. These things. We we see the rebellion. Everybody who's behind the rebellion as the good guys, right. Yeah. So I say every everybody. I mean, granted, there are the Empire did nothing wrong uh followers. Yeah. but um, <laughs> But you know what I mean. Like we we the rebels and the general rebellion gets put into this you know light, and and as we uh, as what we saw in Rogue One with 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 Andor himself, right yeah he's he's he gets his hands dirty he has to do things that you realize this is what really has to get done and we are picking apart now a lot of these characters now we're seeing with mon mothma hmm, is she are we going to see a gray area here as well that is she's not so pure <laughs> will she will she risk risk this uh, put her you know to for for the greater good so to speak uh or is she gonna try to find something else?
0: I yeah, because obviously like her relationship with her daughter is at 10 drugs. I think the thing that scares her the most is probably her husband, which she obviously there's every chance that they had an arranged marriage as well. Um which is clear now, like if that's part of that culture, like these people never loved each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um Ted Cruz from space. Not, not <laughs> it's not about you. Um but <laughs> he, I think the thing that scares her is that her husband would probably be completely okay with this. Because mm-hmm. he first of all, the husband knows him as well. Like they know each other well. So why not? Mm-hmm. And so she's this there's gonna be no resistance. And the the thing that's probably in the deepest core for her is that she probably is afraid that the moment she doesn't resist it for even a second she'll let it happen there's nothing's going to stop it it's just mm-hmm. going to happen and that's it and she's going to sell her daughter in, in a tradition I, I feel like mon mothman is probably not the biggest fan of that kind of tradition um right You know? uh but yeah no it's a really great scene i I do hope we get to what was his name um oh the uh the banker?
1: Yeah. Uh that was uh uh Davo. Davo, Davo. Was his name.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I want to see more about him. He seems he seems at the same sort of intellectual level as Mon Mothman as well. And is it like a good sparring going on there? Because again, she's yep. in a world of men as well. You know, there is that mm-hmm. sort of subtext too. But let's talk about Rebels who aren't that squeaky clean. <laughs> because, Far from it. Oh, our boy Luthen comes back and he is like, he's a rebel, but he, he got that cape from the same place Darth Vader did, right? I mean, I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, because. I have ne- I think this is the most atmospheric scene we've had so far. So we have a guy. So at first we were told by the, the secretary, um, Claire, wasn't it? Uh uh-huh. Yeah. And she's saying like, oh, there's certain markings that were made near the well, near the staircase, which are markings, I think, for, you know, getting in contact with this person right that, that's why yeah, we're, yeah.
1: we're led yeah, where she said you know there's a mark on the fountain the rail was gone uh he wa- always she says he wants a meeting yeah like who and you know it could be yeah. a trap but he's like oh well you know eh, whatever and so
0: luth you know we know that luthan's going to have a meeting with somebody yeah uh, uh so this somebody he seems to be someone who's been part of the rebellion for a while.
1: Yeah, as we as is what sounds like uh, it was interesting at first. uh, It it took me a second to recognize him from it it, within the show. We see this man, you know, who's like in disguise or in you know in kind of dirty garbs, kind of look almost uh, getting on this elevator. And um, but it took me a second to realize he's he is from the ISB. He's actually one of the guy. He's he's one of the guys you see at the table there. Oh, uh, this whole time. Oh, right. So that's so, FBI, so, you, hell. so. So you realize that's who it is, and he he finds a he he's looking around. He finds a earpiece. Uh, gets it's a it's a communicator, and you hear Luthen on the other end. Yeah, and then and you realize that ah, this is the guy he's arranged, He's he's meeting. And the it, it, it's and this gets interesting now with him because, you know, this guy now he's seen it, it, it t- turns from what I thought. It, it sounded more like somebody higher up. I thought that he was meeting with like more like a, a downstream kind of thing. Right. That that Luthan was below this guy. That, that that's who wanted to meet. Instead here we're seeing this is somebody that works for Luthan or is is, is in that regard.
0: Luthan anyway. Yeah. yeah.
1: Luthan, just like, right. Uh, is in in, the, in terms of the rebellion. Right. Yeah. Um, so, that was it. So we see this. You know, this guy seems scared, right? He's he's very nervous. Uh, as yeah, Luthan, he said, he goes, "Oh, you, you know, we haven't spoken in a long time. You you have a daughter now, don't you? You're a new dad." Yeah, he's like, you know, was, you, know you trying to scare me? Oh no, no, it's just we haven't talked in a long time. So, like, oh, man. those bits about with Luther I'm like, geez, man, he is. <laughs>
0: I want more Luthan I really do Mm -hmm. I think he might be like this episode you know Andy Serkis and Stalin um, I'm not going to say his second name because I don't want to insult the man Uh, (laughs) but they have been phenomenal this episode but Mm -hmm. um, like Luthan's character in general it's always something I look forward to like from the very first time we see him and he like access way back into civil society on the ship we were Mm -hmm. talking about that little shift like oh and like you said but we've been saying this for a while we don't really know 100% what happened with Luthen because yeah we still don't yeah we don't but I think we know I I think we have an idea I think okay so he comes um like the elevator opens up and they're on some sort of platform, probably forgotten to time. And Luton mm-hmm. is standing out in the dark. You don't really see his face all that much. It's quite dark. You just see the billowing cape, Darth Vader, like, <laughs> you know, like genuinely. there's a vibe of Darth Vader about him. He is like a, mm-hmm. ah, well, you really, really <laughs> you know? Yeah, it really added a hint of darkness to yeah. his character. And he makes a point that, look, he, it's almost sympathetic, he said, I'd love to say I could let you go, but you're trapped here. You're part of us. You oh, yeah. can't get out of this. Like we have worked. What did he say? He... We've groomed you. We've groomed <laughs> you. It... Yes, he, he says totally groomed that. That.
1: that's this is where it turned really interesting because, you know, we have the – you know, this guy's already saying he goes – he gives him all these details, right? He starts – on the elevator ride up, he's telling him, you know, hey, there's this woman. There's, you know, Deidre, right? She's looking into the whole uh, Aldani and Ferrick's connections. She knows about you and calling is calling you Axis, yeah. right? I love that. And, 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 and Luthan even, like, lies to him when he's, like, you know, says, oh, we didn't – you know, I was invited but declined about Aldani. Yeah. Right? So – wow and then and he's telling him about the um you know this other this the separatist character that is I, at first i looked up, i was like making sure they were just using this for a show but you know uh krieger right is running supplies for for the rebels blah 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 but and he's like you know hey they've set up a trap for him and and lutheran is just like yeah but if they know if if he doesn't show up it's you know they'll know you you somebody t- talked so eh i'm willing to sacrifice him and fifty men and it's like, cold. Yeah. Just, just, just not even a second thought, just, okay. And that's the thing, is so like, like, adding to the scare, I think, I, I really adding to, I think to, to this guy, his name's Alani, yeah. you know, is, holy shit, who am I dealing with? Who, who am I really dealing
0: with here? Yeah. He he just threatens him into place. There is no gun. Mm-hmm. There's no like, yeah. oh, I'm going to shoot you here. None of that. He's just saying like, tough look, buddy.
1: Yeah. You're here to, now. Uh, yeah, by saying, you know, "Hey, we've gro- we've spent too much time and investment, and we've groomed you and put you in this yeah. place." We also have we,
0: we, all we, these little traps for you as well. Like if you leave yeah. us, you're fucked you know right yeah kind of like what,
1: what do you think the ISP is gonna do you think they're really gonna let you go and, and yeah like he uses all, all he uses his words right because yeah. even with them staying there on that platform yeah he's there like just at that elevator he's far enough but luthan's far enough away he's not physically right there in front of him like we're or even like i'm kind of backing him into the elevator like feeling like a corner yeah. or backing him near the railings where he could be
0: like you know oh i could oh oh we're yeah. I'm gonna throw you no, off he's None quite of civil he's just standing there just yeah. like Hello. And then Luthan gets into this barrage of like what price am I paying after he's been confronted about it? And he says, hey. I am not the same person I was when I started this. I can see myself through that original me and see all mm-hmm. the little things I've done that would absolutely shock myself back then, but this is who I am now. I am I've used the tools of the enemy yeah. to become oh, I love this. That line oh it's honestly like Hollywood just give Stellan all the jobs please um he's fantastic um there's no one who just like sinister uncomfortable sinister feelings as well as Stellan does um honestly I think it might be his best scene this season so far yes
1: oh yeah absolutely in in this season absolutely I mean the 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 writing on this this monologue, you know, he's actually monologues It's yeah. kind of funny. You know, like, it really, which added to him, him monologuing like he did really added to the whole feeling like he's the bad guy because it was like a bad guy monologue. And you're just like, oh my gosh. But you know, yeah, when he's like, I'm condemned to use the tools of my enemy, you know, I i gave up everything. And yeah, it's a delivery of that. And then and then just kind of switches, you know, then like, you know, winds it down a bit and just says, So Stay with me, Lonnie.
0: I need all the heroes I can get. Oh, all funny, the heroes yeah. I can get. Because that's the thing. He doesn't consider himself the hero in this. He doesn't. Right. He, he he I'm not going to say he feels sorry for himself, but he's definitely like, oh no, I am far too evil now to be the hero. I will do yeah. what is necessary, but I need my little pawns. I need my little, you yeah, the know, thing. little things, my puppets to control. The heroes. Which makes me really think, I really hope Luthan doesn't die in this season or even season two which has now been announced thank god imagine if Luther is still around during the time of the rebellion during Luke where he's still mm. getting pilots in the, his little heroes bringing other people in and to know that to a degree the rebellion is still kind of fucked up you know yeah oh yeah no this this is good star wars this is really i mean anyone who's listening at this stage who still listens to us you know this is good star wars you've been listening for the last 10 episodes <laughs> um yeah oh just phenomenal stuff um i don't yeah. think star Wars ever the closest like villain of that quality because here's the thing i, I love darth vader obviously he's the iconic villain you know um darth city is his Cool as hell, manipulator and all that, but for really deeply fleshed out characters, and no, Darth Vader is not fleshed out. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, They burned burned off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But people like Thrawn and people like Luthen are the real sort of villains you'll see in this world who are actually manipulating things and changing things without you ever knowing. Like, everything yeah. else in Star Wars, at least, is comic book villainy. And again, don't get me wrong, I I love the story of Vader. I love Sidious. They're great characters. But they're definitely more on the, I'm going to roll my mustache and cackle as the train's about to kill someone, you know, in the Old West. This is a different kind of villain, and this is a villain we haven't really had.
1: Yeah. Well, I think this brings about, so... It- so this brings us to something I wanted to, to touch upon, particularly because of this episode. And from what we've heard now, that uh, you know, funny enough, that it, it was announced the same same day as we you know finished our episode last week, was that yeah you know, they're getting season two is is officially starting. They've got their directors, et cetera. One of the topics brought up was that in this season, for season one, they intentionally got writers that weren't not know about how many of the writers, but that they intentionally looked for having a degree of writers that weren't as attached. To the mm. Star Wars universe. And that for season two, they're looking for ones that they're they're trying to flip that. They want people who are more involved in, or <sighs> at least from have a personal yeah. thing. And that makes me go, is that really a good thing? Right? I'm always of the I'm usually always of the of the mind for a lot of shows or or movies or certain, certain adaptations, you generally need some form of and you have to, have, I guess enjoyed it liked it something at least
0: media like star wars i suppose and media like doctor who and star trek you, you want someone to have at least a base knowledge of right yeah
1: and you have to have that that kind of tidbit and here they're saying that they did is that why though you look at the show so far really we haven't had anything this this is really more of a it's a show set in star wars Right? Yeah. And it's giving us a little bit about casting, about the rebellion, yes, but over uh, and the empire as well, right? But overall, it's really more so it's using Star Wars as the environment, but the type of story it's telling and the characters and whatnot, it's just the same as if you could set the show in theory uh say set it in a uh, victorian times and old West, clean, to and old yeah yeah absolutely things, yeah right? yeah you can, but it works right this and i feel like this is one of the things i was hopeful for in when you have if you're gonna have like a bunch of star wars shows right is there's more of the stories we would like to hear expanded from it right and that is more star warsy and lightsabers and pew 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 but something like this also really works because you you know what are we using our what's what will what we grounding it with we're grounding it with it's in the Star Wars universe and yeah that's about it we are now we're going to go into these other stories and things and feelings and character um in, uh, character developments or character insights that is is interesting.
0: Right? Here's like the thing I'd scene. add to this. Um, Star Wars has been doing this a lot kind of recently, uh, especially with the What If series. It's giving other studios a free rein to take the idea of Star Wars and just let them do their own thing. So these are not now saying that like sure. people who don't watch ifs I, I imagine there were a lot of Star Wars fans involved who will work on this, but in general, you had people outside of like the normal doc um doctor, which is Star Wars um, writing pool, right, involved in Star Wars now. Um, I. I'm a bit worried. I, I think this is might be one of those things where. Okay. So I'm going to take from Doctor Who myself. In Doctor Who, we have a head writer and a producer as the same person. And then you have multiple lower writers. I think they should have kept it writer wise the way they did this season. But have a producer who knows Star Wars, who's a big fan of Star Wars. And look, let's be fair. Like, you can't. Like, who doesn't know Star Wars to some degree, to be fair. Like it's Star Wars. Like you you you, yeah. you yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like have the writers write their stories and then if you need to Star Wars it up a little bit, have the head writer, producer come in and like say, hey, we want to do this. Can you bring this element into it? And I know some of oh that's uh, you know the top trying to take over and control but I think in this case that's exactly what you want. You want that unique non like Star Wars perspective in a star wars world and the best way to do it is by getting the writers to do their thing and then have the producers coming in and say okay let's jazz up a little bit here and there and connect a little bit more to fit into our world you know exactly that's the that's the thing
1: right it needs to feel connected into the universe so what you know yeah what are things but don't you know so yeah bring bring forth the ideas bring forth a, a story and say okay exactly Yeah, jazz it up right or make it feel what's what's missing out of this why does this not feel uh like star wars okay here's what we need to tweak or let's drop this in uh and and it works and i think that's that does feel like that's where this show you know has i think done that really well yeah right it's got it's got the the issues in it uh that that we've seen so far you know might be some some pacing at times or some a few other things but overall aren't from star warsiness it was just from general right it's general writing you know um, yeah yeah right but yeah i'm 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 hopeful that we'll see right we still got two more episodes left we'll see how the season wraps up because there could with two more episodes who knows what could happen that might might change our minds completely (laughs) you never know so i'll hold complete judgment but but okay but
0: yeah yeah i'm I'm definitely with you. I think this is one of the strongest uh Star Wars t v shows we've had so far mm-hmm. now obviously it has to you know make the landing uh with the season mm-hmm. finale, but I'm gonna put my faith into the show interesting, we have two more episodes left um you know i i i am not sure what plot because they they've had a rhythm of like two to three episodes. what are they gonna mm-hmm. do the last two? um how big is it going to be yeah you know Android's is free years from a, um, a prison break we, actually interesting thing on the beach we do we see like lamps and lights trying to look for people so obviously they already mm-hmm. know at this stage someone has broken out but yeah no you're absolutely right yeah. um but i think we'll leave it for that today um, yep. and let's see if anything else to add
1: no i think that that sums it up that was a uh, that was a, a heck of a ride and i, I love this episode yeah I really, really love
0: great episode. i think this is one that I actually revisit because not to say I, I haven't been enjoying andor but they are very stretched up plots and i mm-hmm. find it hard to just sit down and let's just rewatch it but this right. is the kind of episode episode where i'll be like oh yeah i want to I see this i want to see what andy circus does again you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah i don't know but folks believe it at that uh Thank you very much for listening. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Uh, Let us know if we were totally wrong about everything ever. And (laughs) have a good one, folks, and talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. What's in the books? Presented by Sure It'll Be Grand.